Welcome back to Kingdom Cast. It's your host, Bad Love Chuck. We back at it again. Oh, excuse me. Actually, it's Good Love Chuck. I forgot Jeff changed my name for me. So, yes. <laughs> shout out to Jeff Allen. I'm officially Good Love Chuck now. So, yeah, we back at it with another episode of Kingdom Cast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and share on all your social media platforms. Um, before we get to today's episode, to conclude our NFL draft coverage, uh, I'd like to introduce the panel here. Um, top middle of the screen is my guy, Country. Bottom left hand of the screen is our guy Boogie. Bottom right of the screen is our homegirl Kylie. And we have a pretty, 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 pretty dope special guest here. Um, he's a legend in the game. Um, he's been doing this thing on YouTube for a minute. He's been all radio. Um, he covers the Chiefs on Locked On, the Locked On Podcast Networks. Um, he's also with RGR Football. And he does all he does on the little program he has here. Um, as far as, you know, covering the draft and everything, he's got his own draft book uh, released as well. So I'd like to introduce Ryan Tracy to this episode of Kingdom Cast. How you doing, Ryan? I'm hanging in. Thank you all for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. My Man. Pleasure. The pleasure Thank is you for being here. You guys, do, you guys do a fun job, and I, I wish I had – I wish I had some of the uh, the back and forth. I do too many things by myself on camera, right? Like you all get good talking going. That's what I like. <laughs> you so, drink though, so you got us beat. You. Hey, you do this long <laughs> enough, you got to drink, right? <laughs> I, 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 I we we got you. We got you for a limited time, so we're gonna jump right in. Uh, at trade up from twenty nine to twenty one, we get a nice corner. Trent McDuffie, a guy that we didn't expect to be there. Um, quick thoughts on Trent McDuffie. I, not only do I like the player, but I love the fact that they went and got him when they had the chance. He actually was in the 22nd slot on my board. So it's mm. perfect value. Like Veach and the guys in the front office went and did what they needed to do. And a lot of people are, are a little concerned like about arm length, right? He's not the tallest guy. He's not the longest guy, right? But I take this all the way back to Peters. You went and got Marcus Peters. He wasn't a match either. Like you got him because of what he does on the field. And sometimes you make exceptions for arm length and things like that because he's just that good. He can do it all. He didn't play much, much man in college, right? But I seen him do it and he can. I'm really excited for this fit because it makes him just are are you are you comping him and Peters together? No, he's not like the ball hawk like Peters was, but he's uh-huh. he's as versatile. If you want to just talk versatility and being able to play different styles of coverage, he can do that. He has a little bit of that, uh, like, baiting the quarterback to try to throw at him. He's just uh-huh. – angularly, I don't think he's as good in the air taking the ball away. That That's about it. But he's just as crafty. Okay, so he can uh, basically replace what um, Honey Badger brought to the defense pretty much for the most part. He'll get his hands on balls. He'll get PBUs more than picks, though. That's the only problem. So you're not going to end up with it like in Mahomes' hands is the only difference. Gotcha. So I was I was going quick. Um, does the lack of interceptions, does that concern you? Or he's around the ball so much it's not? He's around the ball. He doesn't allow a whole lot of yak. Like, he understands where it is. He's the field general in terms of, Chuck, what you were saying, like about setting up the rest of the secondary. Like, he is that guy. So that part's awesome. You can compare him to Tyron that way. But he's not a top 10 pick because he didn't take the ball away. If he had six or, or 12 interceptions in the last couple of seasons at Washington, he'd have been a top 10 pick. Understandable. So okay. uh, 
At pick 30, we got the Greek freak. I'm not going to even try to pronounce his name. I've gotten better at it, but I'm not going to waste any time. George um, <laughs> We We actually seen him live at the draft fest. At the draft fest. Huge dude. Uh, he's not little at all. Like, so what, what are your thoughts on Karlafis? I got he's not little, but he's still a little baby face, right? Like, like he's got some maturation still in him. Like he's going to get bigger. He's going to get stronger. He's going to get, I think he's got probably a good 10, 15 pounds. He can still put on as he matures hmm. through the league. Right. Um, and he's got not a lot of time and ball. So he's got upside. A, a lot of like the national voices think that like, Oh, he's just, he's a finished product. He's just going to be what he is. I think he's got room to grow because hand-wise, he doesn't use his hands as well as I think he will be able to. He he plays with power. He plays with a great first step. What he's good at, he's really good at it. But I think he he will be able to attack more variedly in three seasons maybe. You know, kind of like Tamba. Tamba showed up, and he was a pretty straight-line athlete as well, and he learned to dip. He learned things like that. And I think you saw progression from Tamba. And I, I think I'm not going to say that Carl Loftus can – and it is Carr – loft like the apartment and is um i don't i won't say he can get to thomas level but i think he can improve and be more of a complete player than he is today uh complete segue tomba was at the draft fest too and they they walked and they met in the middle and they hugged and I almost shed a tear because I, oh. I i just want them to be friends and get real close to Tom, but if he can bring that type of energy, that type of motor that he already has, if he can bring it like Tom, but get the skills and the, and the hand fighting and the judo or whatever he got to do, if he can put that package together, uh, man, we sitting pretty uh, day one. Absolutely. And, and Master Kim, I still think Tom has some ties. Maybe you can get him in with him in the off season and, and work on hand usage in particular, striking in particular. I think he can come a long ways on. So there, there's some room to maneuver there. Okay. Man, I saw some uh, some interviews with him after he was drafted, and his energy, he, he is so fired up and ready to just prove everybody, like, I'm here, I'm going to prove that I'm a, worth this draft pick, like, no one's better than me. And I just love that energy. I love that hunger that he has, and I just, I'm excited to see what he does. I was surprised to see us take him. Were you surprised at all by that pick? You know, I actually had a couple of players that I think were a little bit more dynamic fits, but... I, I think I pegged this like two weeks ago. Like he's such a Spags guy. You knew as soon, unless he like had a really bad attitude or something, you knew Spags was just going to love him. So I actually was, I didn't see all of the the post-draft stuff because I was still on camera, but I saw some of the things and it's not only is he, he got a good forward attitude, but he like, he seems like a guy that can lift other people up too. Like he's got a, a big personality too. I think that's important for the defensive front group. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Do you right, think so, he has the potential to be a, a ten sack guy, or do you think he's more of a six to eight range? I think that's that's right on the cusp. Like if he if he puts up seven the first two years, I think it's okay because he's within striking distance of putting it all together. And maybe so he can train in the offseason and put those finishing touches. Maybe he can get to ten, but he isn't a guy that looks to me like comes in and and you see like fourteen in a season potential to me. Okay, so um, so my next question, so the next guy we're gonna talk about is Sky Moore. Um, at Chiefs Kingdom, we was looking for a receiver to, not say replace the production of Tyreek Hill, but you know somebody that's good, they can fit in the offense and everything. 
Um, I've been seeing a lot of comparisons with Sky Moore, people saying the next Julian Elman, people saying Tyra Lockett, Steve Smith, all that stuff. Okay, so like what do you what do you think Sky Moore can bring to this Chiefs offense and what's his potential? It's his wiggle and the yak. Like it's not about how you get the ball to him, it's when you get the ball to him, what he does after that. So that's the best part of it. And you can't do the deep overs and like he doesn't have the, the top end speed like Tyreek did. No, nobody does have the whole package, right? Right. But what he brings in maneuvering after he has the ball, it's it's not quite Tyreek, but it's what, 80% of it maybe? He makes dudes miss. He can run through some arm tackles. Like He sees the field well enough to set up blocks to, to really take things deeper into enemy territory. That's significant. And so like when the Tyreek trade happened, like the big thing for me was you're not going to get one player that can do it, right? So you got you to put them together with multiple dudes that add up to him, right? And so you get the deep stuff from MVS you get like the power stuff from Juju you can run the behind the line of scrimmage the jet action with McColl or Sky and now Sky has that open field kind of like jink and junk and get loose kind of stuff so together you've got now four directions pack and throw the ball and you get a little piece of Tyreek all over the field Ron I got a question for you when McColl came out did you have him graded higher than Scott Moore Oh, I'd have to think back. I don't think so. They were close, but I think I had McColl in the 60s. I had Sky in the 50s, so not a huge jump, but a little bit. Um, and it, the problem was for McColl is because he only played like two years at Georgia as a wide receiver. So he was still learning, whereas Sky's got a little bit of that headway. Like in terms of development and recognition and stuff, they're actually pretty close now. And I think that's actually good for McColl because I think that'll push him to take the next step. I like what we saw from McCole, like from week 12 on last year. And I think if he keeps pushing, he could take that step forward. Okay. So we go, well, sorry. So, so let's, let's talk about um, the next guy here. Um, we actually had to talk about, let's talk about all of our secondary guys, man. Cause I'm interested to see. Yeah. I'm Yeah. Cause I'm interested to see who's going to make the squad and, and who's going to be on special teams and all that stuff. So, we we drafted Brian Cook. We drafted Joshua Williams. Um, Jalen was it Jalen Jalen Wilson, Watson. right? Jalen Watson. Jalen Watson. I'm sorry, Jalen Watson from Washington State. And then we got um, then we got the, the guy from Marshall. Yeah, the safety from Marshall. The okay, Zane. so yeah, okay, so like, um, how do you see the secondary shaping out overall? Because there's a lot of guys in the room right now. There's a lot of like guys. positional battles. <laughs> I, I, I see like like black eyes coming in camp, right? Like they, they're going to be fighting for spots, and I think that's good because um, you need you need that spark, right? McDuffie's going to get a slot and, and a potential to slide right in as a starter. That's the nature of being a top, you know, twenty one pick or whatever. But he's got the physicality to do it as well. And so, like the question becomes: Is how do you use him? Is it is it LJ in the slot, or is Lejarius stay outside and McDuffie's on the other side and Fenton's in the middle? Like how do you? How do you wrap it? Because I think that makes a big difference of whether Baker has a shot. Lonnie Johnson might be the, a guy in the mix as well, you guys. Like, I know it's just been like a day, but they didn't go out and get him for nothing. And the Texans misused him as a safety. He's a corner. He's a hands-on corner, and that's what he needs to do. So, like, I feel like he can not only rebuild his reputation, but he can help the Chiefs out because he is their style, right? He's got speed. He's got length. He does all those things. Jalen Watson, I really like him as well, but – the corner group is pretty feisty at this point. And so Jalen's just – he doesn't have quite the explosiveness, but he's got the length, and he deals with with power pretty well. 
Like everybody saw Drake London destroy teams for 200 yards and stuff, right, last season. Well, Jalen went up against him one-on-one and kept him to 88 yards. And I know that doesn't sound like a big win, but when you're talking about he just went off for like 216 the week before, like that's a pretty good day out. And I feel like that's the level of competition he's going to face. So he's probably a guy on the outside right now. I think Boodle's in the mix as well. But I think the corners are going to be a, a better group top to bottom this year. It's the safeties that are a bit of a question mark. And I think I think Cook becomes your number three like right now today. And I am I am all here for it because that dude is going to knock somebody out. And that's what I'm waiting to see. It's <laughs> it, oh, I, I, he's one of my he's probably my favorite pick of the draft in terms of like fit and what he's going to bring to the field tomorrow. That's that's really exciting. Um, and he's, he's been on that championship team, right? Like you get in the college football playoff. Well, that's like playing the NFL every week. So you got a taste of it. And I think that actually helps the guys transition to the NFL a little bit better when you've had that kind of elite competition. That's why the SEC guys are always that good. So, so would you put him like in that Bernard Pollard type of hitter type thing? Not uh, quite safety? there. Close because he's not, Pollard's not as athletic as he is. And I talked to Bernard last year, actually, and he's like, he's like, everybody thought I, that I, I couldn't run, but I could run, and, and he could. But Scott's that much better. Like, if Scott had gone to Tyrus, sorry, Brian Cook, Scott Cook is another guy that I have in my head for some reason. <laughs> if Cook went to timing, uh, I, I talked to somebody on the ground that has seen him train that thinks he's in a low four fours if he had actually gotten timed. So it, people are concerned about it because he didn't have to do that on film very often. But he can get on a horse and go too. So like I am, I am uberly confident that he'll be able to do everything the Chiefs ask him to do. Throw him in there with Bobby; he'll be all right. <laughs> Bobby Stroud. <laughs> Throw him in there with Pat's boy; he'll be all right. Um, um, the the breaking news yesterday: Justin Ross. If if this guy's healthy, I'm I'm, I'm giddy. I think you know, like this this guy. It's kind of crazy. What, 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 how you feel about Ross? The year the Chiefs went to the Super Bowl, I had him as the best receiver in college football. Mm. I know that was a couple years ago, but that's that. Like that's how good he was. The injuries are certainly a big concern, right? But you saw him battle through that. I mean, the dude had like two neck issues, one that they had to surgically fix, and he was still out there playing last year with a quarterback that couldn't find the side of a barn with the football. Like, and he kept powering through it. He got a little, I think he got a little beat up. The foot injury, I think, caught up with him. And I think he got a little disgusted, really, with the stuff he was dealing with and not being able to get the ball in a place where he could take advantage of that kind of thing. And I don't think that it broke him. And that's the big thing for me. He got frustrated at times, but I didn't see him, like, quit on his team. And that's a big character thing for me because you're going to have that adversity, especially with these injuries. So if the Chiefs check him out, he's healthy. And he can recover. They might even leave him on the pup or the NFI list the whole season like Malik Herring, right? If you just want to let him get all the way healthy, I'm fine with that. Because you might have spent, what, what was his bonus, like 18 grand? And get you a $4 million wide receiver in a year. Like, that's what the payoff could be. Yeah, so like the receiver room is uh that's another that's another room that's pretty deep as far as like competition. But I think like, Maybe like the first four or five might be solidified, in my opinion. Um, like, how many receivers do you think the Chiefs are going to keep out of all those guys that are on the list? I think uh, it's like I mean, seventeen. Yeah, um, you're not kidding. Um, although right. they didn't <laughs> sign like they didn't go out and but like sign eight more UDFAs, or I'd be even more concerned. But so that right, was a good thing. Right. 
but Dave Tobe is still coaching here, so they're going to have six no matter what. I, I can, can they sign seven? It all depends on the DB balance. I think this year, I think they're going to have to go more like six corners and four safeties. Maybe there's another guy in there. I doubt it. But if you like, if they only feel that they have nine, it could be a seventh wide receiver that balances that out, right? But no matter who it is, they're going to have to play special teams. And they're going to have to be able to give them some inkling that they have something beyond that to offer when somebody gets hurt or it's, you know, week 11 and there's two guys out or something like that. So you got to have a little bit of upside there as well. So, so Ryan, uh, me and, and my co-host Bookie, we both had our uh, we both had our draft crushes. His was Jamison Wilson Williams, and I was a George Pickens guy. Can you make us feel better about them passing on those guys just a little bit? I mean, when you fall in love, what can I do, man? <laughs> but, you know, I, 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 I can help Boogie out though, because I do know that the Chiefs were working on a trade to go up for him. And it just didn't work out, and the Lions got up higher. And that's that's the main reason. I know they were interested. So they tried, at least. I mean, that's all I can tell you. I said make them feel better, Ryan. I didn't... <laughs> oh, that did not work, man. That no, no, work. that sucks. Okay, never mind. No, they hated him. They wanted nothing to do with him. There? Damn. I'd rather them try and fail than not even care, right? <laughs> Right, because <laughs> that's the kind of thing is like the injury I think drove him off of Pickens a little bit. Like I think they were concerned that when he came back, he didn't have enough production, he didn't have enough explosion. So I think there's some concerns long term about whether George will get back to what he was as a freshman as well, right? So I, I think that's why I can't say for certain. I haven't talked to anybody in the organization about it, but that's kind of the feeling that I get. And there were multiple teams that did the same thing. All right, so like I want to. Oh, you go. You want me to go, country? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So, Ryan, what I want to get into is um, you are the founder of uh, RogueAPC.com, like the performance consulting uh, website. So, like, you did a draft book yourself this year, um, and you got all these different terms. It's right in front of me. Um, that's still available. Uh, you break down, like, the athletic matrix, the film rankings, the playmaker matrix, and composite rankings. Um, and I see you got all these terms here with like bear, hawk, eagle. So like, uh, give us a little bit of a breakdown for the for those that are watching, of sure. like how you came about this, how you came about as far as uh coming up with this NFL draft guide of yours. Yeah, it's it's just ways to put nice names on stuff that I've been doing for twenty years. Because I used to be a coach, I used to be a performance coach, I was a strength and conditioning coach, and these are all kind of things that when we tried to take the the athleticism and match it up to production, these are the things that I always looked at, right? And so it kind of starts front to back. And because it's defense and I like defense, I tried to give them scary animal names and, you know, I just kind of stuck <laughs> with it. Um, but so the bear race for the big guys, right? It's, it's how well do you get behind the line of scrimmage when you make TFLs, when you do get sacks or pressures? And how often is that versus how many pass rusher snaps you get versus run snaps? You put that all together and then it's like, how often are you affecting the play as a front four guy? And so that stacks, even it doesn't matter, like if you're in a four-man front or a three-man front, like my Jay Sanders played, you know, basically as a five-tech all season, but he actually showed more production from that spot than a lot of the four-three edges. So it's a way to kind of balance everybody out depending on what their college scheme was. And then you back it up a little bit, um, and I probably should come up with another one there for the, the linebackers themselves because Bear kind of applies to them too, but they can also be Hawks. 
Ox is just your, your standard thing. How, how do you get PBUs and interceptions? How often do you affect the passing? And it's not just about completion rate because that's a big one for me. You look at any of these corners, they got to stop the pass somehow, whether it's body positioning or actually PBUs or interceptions. And so I tried to put that into the Hawk rate. And then Eagle is for a lot of the safeties or these combo guys like Tyron that can be kind of a nickel, can be a safety and plays all over the field, right? Especially, it was Tyron that made me change it a little bit because of how much blitzing he was doing, he and Sneed. And so that kind of wraps everything together, like pressures, sacks, TFLs, how much you affect passing, when you take the ball away, wrap it all up into how many plays are you affecting in a given season and what's your impact on it. That's what the eagle rate is. And so really, you could apply it to anybody on the defense, but I just keep it for the the DBs because they don't get enough love because – you get so many targets and so few actual plays on the ball. It makes it look like comparatively you're not affecting the game like the D linemen are, right? So that's my attempt to balance it all. Yeah, that's that's definitely interesting, man. So, yeah, people, if, like, if you haven't got that draft guide, uh, I know the draft is over. Um, yeah, definitely cop that. Uh, a lot of great stuff in there. Definitely. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. For sure. So um, I want to ask you about it. I want to go back to the draft class. Uh, this was my favorite guy so far because – like Country mentioned earlier, we was at Draft Fest. Uh, Leo Chanel, he was the guy that brought the most energy. Uh, the guy's fired up. I like the fact that he said he's going to bring violence and physicality to the defense. And you really got a guy that writes death row on his arm. That's the guy you want on your defense. <laughs> so what, what do you think about Leo Chanel and what he can bring to the table? I'll tell you what. I want to see him Pacheco in an Oklahoma drill in camp. I'm looking forward to those two colliding. That should be a lot of fun. Like Leo seems like the dude you go to the party and he's in the corner with his pals, like crushing beer cans on his head. Like, like he's, he's going to be fun. Right. Like, I, I look forward to that. He's like a downhill, all kinds of forward momentum guy. Right. He can drop a little bit, but he is like, he's going to crush dudes coming downhill. The question is, is he's a good athlete. He tested really well. They just, at Wisconsin, they don't ask you to, to man cover at all. And if you do drop cover, they don't ask you to really be variable from that. Go to your spot and wait to see what happens. So he hasn't really had a chance to become a coverage guy. I think he's got a little upside there. And I certainly think that like Nick Bolton, Nick isn't a man coverage guy either. Nick's a get to a spot, but he's so instinctual when he's there, he can read what's going on and go make plays. And I hope that Leo could kind of learn from Nick because I mean, Leo was a, a Mike in college, right? He's going to play the Sam for the Chiefs in the base. But there's a there's a possibility if, like, if Nick twists an ankle, when it, it's Leo that's going to be the Mike that week. So there's an opportunity then to do the same kind of things. And I really look forward to seeing, like, how those three guys, Willie and Nick and Leo, will grow up together, given that, you know, they're all such just a year apart, right? I think they're going to become a, a threesome that's going to hurt some people. And I got a follow-up to that. So our, our friend of the show, Jeff Allen, uh, he was on here not too long ago. Um, he tweeted saying that this guy could be Luke Keekley. Uh He's like, he don't know how he landed to the third round. Like, do you see a potential in him being a Luke Keekley type of dude? Or is he's that got the athleticism. I, don't, I didn't see it just because I'm thinking of Luke like making plays in the past game, and I don't see him right. doing that. But but he's got he's got all the speed. He's got the explosiveness. Um, I'd have to go check, but I'll bet you he's really close on his change of direction too. So Jeff's got a good point, and you know Jeff's seen enough of it from from eye level. I'll trust him. Man, so 
real quick. So we talked about the secondary. We just talked about Leo Chanel. How comfortable are you with that front seven uh, or even the front four, that defensive line after this draft? I mean, I'm, I'm comfortable. Mm-hmm. I'm not like, mm-hmm. you know, no care in the world. <laughs> Somebody yeah. gets hurt. It's looking a little thin still, right? Like, and, and I'm a big fan of Mike Dana. But Mike Dana is going to come in and give you a solid output. He's not going to hurt you. But he's not going to be a force in the pass rush either. And I think what we see is is in this group, and honestly, over the last couple of years, we've had a, a lot of guys on this roster, at defensive end in particular, who can hold it down for you and have learned to play the run enough to be steady. But we just don't see the upside. We don't see the attack out of them. And so, like, that's what I'm hopeful for. So I, I want Melvin to come in. I like that they put this crazy, like, you know, the tag that like two people have ever used in the history of the NFL, like it never gets used. I'm glad it's there because I think Melvin will help. And I do like the idea of him being able to be like, not an every down player because Melvin's 33. I know he doesn't want to go to camp. He doesn't want to do any of that. And I don't blame him. So let him rest because the rookie needs all the reps he can get. And I see those guys like rotating really well. And I even like the idea eventually, like when it's like pass rush for real, like a, a desperate situation where it's like Frank, Chris, George and Melvin all together. And that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. All right, Bug. So it looks like you came off mute earlier. Yeah, I was I'm with you on that with Melvin Ingram. That's what I was gonna ask. Did you think with them doing that uh what's that restricted free agency? What is it called? It's called a UFA tag, which UFA is, tag. With that crazy. is it seemed like he probably most likely will be back. So with Ingram added to this, you think it will be enough? I think so. If you get into trouble or you need like, you know, when the, you got to play the Titans and they're going to run all over you, like you get significant reps out of Dana, right? You hope that Kando can figure stuff out. Like he got hurt so early and was so out of it. Like we don't even know if he made progress in understanding like how to dip and control himself and some of his hand usage, the, the things that he needed to work on. He could be a monster right now. And we just haven't seen it. So like I'll keep my fingers crossed. But I think – with Karloftis now, you have Melvin, him, and Frank that can at least rotate, and you have a starting trio. And then if everybody else comes along, you could get some nice push out of that. All right, Ryan. I know you uh, kind of pressed on time here, uh, but before we wrap things up with you, man, uh, we appreciate you hopping on with us, man. Taking Thank you the for time having to at me. least, yeah, join us here. So um, I want to go to DJ's question. Who is your favorite draft pick? And then I also want to ask you about your locked on experience in the studios covering the draft. So oh, favorite yeah, draft pick out of it. Honestly, it's, it's tough for me because there's, they picked two guys that I really had high on my board as personal needs in McDuffie and cook, but just for fit and what he's going to do. Like I am so pumped to see cooking on this team. He's my favorite pick that they made for what we're going to see, especially in 2022. And the stuff on Locked On, that was, uh, that's a challenge. So I've put out, uh, so I've been doing my metrics and stuff for about 15 years. I've been publishing it for about seven. Uh, the draft guide, this was like draft guide five, I think for me. But that's all nice and tucked away. And I get to watch the draft and like chat on my own little channel and take it easy, right? This was like information nonstop. I did 18 hours of live TV and it was crushing. <laughs> like I, I had to have a stat or a film take on every player selected. And I came up short in yeah. three spots. So it, it was tough. They caught me a couple of times, bugs me, but you know, it is what it is. 
Um, but yeah, it's it's a challenge. Locked On Network has been great to me. Like, I was an independent podcaster. I started one when I was working for a no-name website that I I know I'm a terrible writer. They kept wanting me to write stuff, and I'm like, how about I just talk for a while? Um, and so we started. It was called the Check With Me podcast in like 2015, and we had 13 subs, and it didn't last long. It went about a year, and Locked On came calling. And since then, we've gone to a show that now, you know, we talk to a lot of people every week. And it's just cool. The whole podcast thing has bloomed and this whole doing it on YouTube and then making it a podcast, like that's even better because I used to be talking into a phone half the time. So the lockdown experience has been really cool to watch over the last few years and it's only getting bigger. We got bought by a TV network. And so that's why there was a broadcast this year. I'm hoping to convince them. I'm twisting all the arms that I can to make it come to KC next year so we can do the draft from somewhere in town and knock on wood. We'll see what happens. That would be fire. That'd be awesome. I'm hoping. I'm hey, hoping. Ryan, um, I, I just wanted to, I know we got a short time. I just just really want to applaud you and give you your flowers, man. You've been a legend in the game. I've been watching you probably since then, like oh, yeah. for at least five, ten years, like you know, tuning into the podcast. And uh Daniel has came on a couple times. He's been great with us, he's been a friend of the show. Um when 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 this particular podcast was just an idea, you and BJ were sort of like the first guys I reached out to, and you encouraged me, you supported me, and 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 man, I just I just man, I, I thank you. I really appreciate you. Um, I know time is short, but you already made a promise. You coming back? I will we definitely be back. <laughs> we're definitely Absolutely. holding you to that, man. You, you you do great work, man. We really appreciate you. The, we, I'm speaking for the whole kingdom. I'm speaking for my our particular podcast. We really appreciate the work that you put in, man. We know you're dedicated. We know you're smart. You know what you're talking about. And then we go to you for that information, that extra information, especially in times like this with the draft, you know. So I just want to give you your flowers, man, while you can hear them. Well, thank you. And I, I appreciate that. I'm, I'm glad somebody listens, you know, for, for a number of years. I didn't think anybody would. So you yeah, all take right. it and run with it, though. And I love what you guys do and being able to to get Jeff and go through the whole thing and, and have like real conversations. There's too many people that start podcasts and then they don't got nothing to say. You all don't have that problem. And it's great. And I'm glad to see it. So um, I, I apologize. It's only a half show today, but I promise you next time we'll, we'll get the whole thing done. Oh, oh, Ryan, this was our application. So, you know, read over it. And <laughs> this interview was our application to join up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nah, man, we appreciate you, man. Really. Back at you. You guys rock. Have a great night. And I'll, I will catch you next time before we go to camp. Yes, sir. Thank you, Ryan. Thank, Thank you, Ryan. Appreciate, night you. All. appreciate you, man. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Ryan's a great guy, man. Very, he got, man, he got so much knowledge of the game. And, like, bro, you learn so much just watching this podcast. He's a trailblazer, man. We just trying to follow them, that same path and get to that level, man. Cause, woo. So, um, so yeah, the chat R2, is killing you R2, in the comments, bro. Our two co-hosts, bro. Wait. Please, I, man, I don't know what's yeah. going on with my phone. I Come do on, not man. know what's going on with my phone or my internet. I'm going to get... 
Whatever. Hey, Juice. Get to work on them shirts, Juice. That's what you do. Why are you talking? Mm-hmm. Metro Metro. <laughs> I got the Metro piece. They yes, destroy you. Yeah, hey, they got all the jokes. They got all the jokes tonight. Yo, <laughs> it's good to see our co-hosts. Where y'all been at? Chicago. Boogie been working a new job, new hours. Adjusting. We getting it together, man. Um, How was Chicago? Oh, I ate my way through that city. So it was great. <laughs> I was sweating. I feel like I was sweating pizza sauce and meatballs just... It was it was so great. It was great. We got to we actually posted up every night. Watched the draft. Um, had some beers. Was very pleased with what ha- what happened and what transpired. So it was a great time. Yeah, that Portillo's look fire. That Portillo's fire, man. <laughs> like I can't even. I'm sweating. I can't talk about it because I'm like <laughs> so excited. <laughs> it's, we actually were gonna get a bag of uh, cheese chili dogs before we left, and we left before they opened. So that was kind of a bummer. But you can get it to deliver delivered to you. This is not a plug for Portillo's, but I did learn that when you were there. When we were there, so there's options. <laughs> Boogie, you can't, can't you want to address this comment, Boogie? <laughs> I'm over James. I'm trying to get over Jameson, man. I like <laughs> I like the Scott Moore pickup though. I, I feel better about our draft overall, for real. I think we we did pretty cool. Veach, this is two drafts back to back. So far on paper, so I give him his credit when it's due. I think we hit every need. I still wanted Jermaine Johnson over Drake Freak. I mean, man, no. that, course, that, that was for sure. That, we had opportunities to get Jermaine Johnson and Pickens, and to find out we were in on Williams, it, it was it was a hell of a draft, though. Look, and despite, all, and despite all day. that, we still had a hell of a draft. It still was yeah. an A plus draft. Yeah, I think this one of the best drafts he can have. Like you said, on paper, they still got to produce. I'm, I'm really yeah, no this guy more though, man. I, I want to so, see what he do. Are you back on the Veach bandwagon, Boogie? Veach, Veach get a passing grade, man. I'm okay. Giving, I'm giving Veach a passing grade for this draft. I think he did a good job. I, like I said, I, I think we could have picked probably two different players, but overall, we got the corner. Everybody kept saying we wouldn't draft a corner. That's not what Veach does in the first round. We know what we do with third, fourth round corners and uh, undrafted corners. We make them look decent. So I want to see if we can make a, a, a first a first round corner to a Pro Bowl type corner. So I want to see that. Okay. On a level of, of, of we'll go one to five, five being the most, one being least. Around the room, how shocked were you that we took a corner with that first pick? I was a five. I, I was a five. I was a five. Yeah. <laughs> None of us expected to pick a corner. No. Especially no. the first pick, too, and the trade up for it. Like, that was crazy. When I heard we were trading up, I was like, oh, here it goes. Jermaine Johnson. That's what's happening. And they were Easily, like, right? Duffy. And I was like, okay, this is fine. <laughs> I was totally shocked. Totally shocked. I had to, like, I, I ain't gonna lie, yeah, I was a little upset. A big surprise. I was actually <laughs> upset. Like, what do we do with this yeah. guy? 
because I saw you. <laughs> we we hadn't we hadn't even processed the fact that we would draft a corner in the first, let alone move up for a guy a corner in the first round. It just was like they're not gonna take a corner. So you we had completely wiped corner off the board. You know what I'm saying? And then um and then the stealing from Buffalo was just the icing on the cake. Yeah, at first I was like, huh? Yeah, that was yeah. <laughs> just just because he took a corner, I was like, huh? <laughs> yeah, me and Chuck were shocked. We didn't see that coming, bro. That was that was wild. Like I said, I we were we were on the um we were on the Fox Four Zoom. And it was like, wow, like from everybody in the room was like, wow, like a corner. Like um, Colossus, I know Chuck didn't really like him at first. Uh, I wasn't mad about it. Um, I think, bro, we went to the draft fest. I'm going to keep saying this. Brian Cook and and Leo are going to be fan favorites for years to come. Them guys were just Super excited, super energy, crunk and dancing around. It was just, it was the best, bro. Like them guys are gonna bring something to the kingdom that that we've been wanting, man. So, hell of a draft, bro. Hell of a draft. So, go ahead, Dolly. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say. So, I want to hear about that experience. You guys got to go to that. Oh, shout out to Boogie. Shout out to season ticket holder Boogie. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be possible without Boogie, man. We wouldn't be we wouldn't yeah. have been there without Boogie. So salute to him, man. Salute to Bug and his season tickets. <laughs> yeah. Yo, so but, we get there. It's it's windy. It is very cold. My goodness, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's something about Arrowhead when the wind is is really blowing. It gets in there and it just like circles around inside of the it's it's cold. It wasn't. It was like 50, 60 degrees, but it was cold. It was just. And I didn't even have no. Is I didn't have no jacket on. <laughs> yeah, country was tripping, dog. Without was a jacket, I was like, I know oh, he's hurting. I know he's hurting. <laughs> yeah. So we get there. Uh, what two thousand people? Two three thousand people, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody's decked out, you know, everybody face pain. We got super fans. We got, uh, uh, Dante, shout out to Dante was in the building. Eddie Howe was in the building. Uh, Brian B. Shannon was in the building. It was a couple people that were walking by like, man, what's up? <laughs> and they were just spreading right. them out. Right, I'm still getting recognized. <laughs> Chuck, hey, bro, Chuck is so funny. Chuck is like, nobody remembers that, uh, country. Nobody remembers that. And like five people were like, Click it. hey, hey. And they were like, hey. And then the wolf recognized him. And, and Chuck was uh, smiling like a little girl because Casey Wolf oh recognized God. him. Oh, <laughs> my God. You're you being boozy. You're being boozy right now. <laughs> no, I'm being, I'm being boozy. I'm being a little extra. <laughs> no, but no, it was cool. So, um, uh, some just told me push towards the front. We pushed towards the front. Um, oh, before I get there, uh, Kimball Anders came out. He was inducted into the Chiefs Hall of Fame. Nice. You, I know y'all remember Kimball Anders, man. If you've been a longtime fan, bro, he was he was nice. He was nice. So that was a big honor to see him out there. Clark Hunter talked and, and all that. And then uh, 
Mitch comes to the stage. He starts bringing out the ring. Well, before that, he brought out friend of the show, Sean Barber, uh, Kendall Gimmins, and Tom Bahali. Yep. Uh, they 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 talked and they they kind of went over the class and everything, and that was cool and that was fun. Um, I was trying to get close to Tom so I can get that interview, but I can Security was hating. <laughs> but uh, no. so what? Uh, they don't trust you. <laughs> they don't trust me. We do a good man. job, man. We we not gonna we not gonna ask no crazy questions. <laughs> no, but uh, then Miss Priest the rookies out and. Oh man. <laughs> Energy was crazy. There we go. Am I gone? Okay. He was. He was. Oh no. Yeah, now yeah, hey, now you really go. As soon as this episode over, man, if anybody in the comments, if y'all fans of Kingdom Pass, we need five dollars from everybody. We're getting Google Fiber for country, man. Man, one hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, listen, hey, listen, oh, Paul. I, I tried, I tried myself, Paul. You know, we tried to get VIP passes, Paul. They wouldn't, they weren't rocking with us, man. So uh, it is what it is. Oh my god! But, but anyway, he was anyway. He's talking about Mitch bringing out the rookies, man. You know, Leo Chanel. Like I mentioned it earlier in the podcast, that dude brought the most energy out of everybody. Um, McDuffie brought good energy too. He came down afterwards after the little interviews they did with Mitch. He gave everybody a five that was in the front row and everything. So, <laughs> country's depressed right now. Dude. We got to go home and going, country. Don't worry about it. I got you, bro. <laughs> today, man. Look, yeah, I'm with you. We're going to get it going soon as it's over with. <laughs> First month, we'll be on Kingdom Cash. I'm yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm about to go. I'm about to go to Google. I'm about to move to Google real fast. Yeah, put out your I've been, I've been, I've been painting, so I mess. I'm probably. I might have messed my router up or something. I don't know what I did, but it. Shut up, man! I ain't got no damn AOL. <laughs> but uh, but who after, knew? Who knew there were so many internet jokes? Uh, man, <laughs> hey, it all started with Clinton, man. Clinton kicked it, it off. So, <laughs> but oh, yeah, man, man. After um, after we saw the rookies and everything, uh, we got up out of there because country was getting cold as heck, <laughs> shivering and everything. So we went, up, we went up, we went upstairs, and we went through the. We got free food, actually. Um, you know, they was handing out free food and stuff, so we hopped on that. Um, drinks and whatnot. Check and out them glizzies, uh, man. Hey, Chuck had like two. three glizzies. Oh, man. You had them too, on, bro. Man. You had them too, bro. Relax. <laughs> you didn't see me eat mine, though. Did no, you? Nah. Oh, hey, listen. Nah, I saw <laughs> you, bro. You was walking down. You walking up and down the hallway. You walking up and down the hallway on that glizzy, fam. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> hey, before we forget, the new Chiefs Hall of Fame at Arrowhead Dope. is, Dope. is Dope. incredible. Fire. This new, the, the way they set up the <laughs> Hall of Fame. You know, it used to be in the middle. You used to walk through it. It's yeah. different. Like, they set it up differently. Man, it was, it was amazing. I wish Dante was in here because he had four glizzies, too. Right. <laughs> 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 Glizzy 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 Glizzy. Oh, man. Come on, man. <laughs> hey, Mac, wait. Relax. I love it. That's not a good representation of Kingdom Cash, y'all. <laughs> Relax, Mac, wait. Relax, dude. Just <laughs> 
Oh, Chuck Glizzy. Oh, man. Glizzy Chuck. Hey, he went from good luck Chuck to Glizzy Chuck. Nah, yeah, but, um, but listen, it, listen, that, that Chiefs yeah, Hall of Fame was dope. That Chiefs Hall of Fame was dope as hell. Like, the presentation of it, everything, dude, like, they got it pretty lit up in there, too, man. Uh, They got the Hall of Fame statues, you know, separated pretty well. Um, You saw some game-worn stuff displayed, uh, cleats, and you just saw the history, like, throughout the Chiefs' entire history, like, the AFL, NFL stuff, too, man, like, it's dope. The yeah, they 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 had they got big screens with highlight packages on them too. So um, yeah, a lot of Lynn Dawson stuff and and uh, 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 keep matriculating the ball down the field. Uh, damn, what is his name? I can't think of his name right now. I'm sorry, Hank uh, Stram, my guy. Yeah, Hank Stram, man. So right. a lot of old school. <laughs> um, they had some Montana jerseys in there. They had the Derek Fame Hall of Bus uh, Hall of Fame bus in there. Um, a lot of game worn stuff, man. It's really dope when you get a chance to go to a game. I can't wait to go to a game. It, it's like, man, check it out. That new Hall of Fame is dope. It's still cold yeah. in Arrowhead, though. Jesus Christ, man! <laughs> it's man. <cold>. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh my goodness. Overall, we had a great time, though, man. We had a great time. I I enjoyed I enjoyed myself. Um, I'm sure Country did too. So grateful to have that experience, man. I'm happy the draft is over, y'all. Oh, man. Yes. Yes. So our final draft show, man. We can move on to other stuff now. But before <laughs> we uh, move on to other stuff, like, Kylie, let's get your opinion about the draft. I mean, how did you like the draft overall? What is your opinion about it? So, um, I for sure thought we were going to trade. When we traded up, we were going to take Jermaine Johnson. So, initially, I was a little bummed because I was really, really crushing on him. Uh, but then we took Trent McDuffie. I was, he was a guy that I had liked since the combine, since before that I was really hyped on him. So I was like, okay, just like take a step back, kind of look at what they're doing. And then they took Curl Loftus and I was like, okay, so we're still addressing the needs. We took a cornerback, we took an edge, we took a wide receiver. Like, we really were addressing our needs. We weren't just going out and getting running backs or um, <laughs> players or positions that we didn't need. I felt like this was a really smart, draft and you see a lot of teams go for just the best player on the board and not maybe the player that they need or the position that they need and I feel like the Chiefs did that they went for positions and players that fit their scheme and their style and um, I'm pumped I'm really excited I didn't know a lot about Brian Cook so I um, asked about him on Twitter and a lot of people came with really great things to say um, super fired up about him really fired up about the energy that Leo's gonna bring um, I'm excited I think I said it today but I was like when is September gonna be here because <laughs> I'm excited to see what these guys are gonna do oh hey Chuck and I changed I changed my favorite player in this draft after I seen his uh, YouTube, Kenner, man, hey, that boy got some fire in him, bro. He got a hell of a story. Uh, came from the struggle. His mom had issues, and, and they made it through. And he got a chip on his shoulder the size of the golden nugget. And he about to – he going to be starting right tackle. I'm already putting we, – we can start our bold prediction show right now. Kennard, Damian Kennard, or Kenner, whatever his name is, he gonna be starting right tackle by week three. They said he was pretty good. Okay. He just dropped because of his political stances. 
I've seen the little right. shirt that on and stuff. Uh, like yeah. Yeah, be careful. <laughs> yeah, bro. You under the you under the microscope, bro. You can't just say anything, bro. You know hey, what I'm saying? I ain't gonna lie, man. I like MAGA, MAGA offensive linemen, man. Come on with it, man. Is Darian is Dorian forward. or Darian? It's Darian. Okay, yeah. Uh, I'm killing these names, bro. I will learn your name. <laughs> yeah, let's work on that. Let's work on that. I'll give you some flashcards. Yeah. God. <laughs> I'm coming up with nicknames, bro. The, the the Samoan kid is he Samoan? Yeah, I believe he is. Okay, because he look like he look like Roman Reigns' cousin. You like a Uso? <laughs> no disrespect. No disrespect. Country, country, country. That can just be your thing. You're just not good at names, and that's okay. That's You're my thing. A lot of other things, right? That's my thing. Yeah, it's yeah, just your thing. It's okay. I'm good. At, I'm good at podcasting. Hey, that's why I, hey you know I heard it was garbage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, right. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly it's garbage. But, but yeah, man, that's why I cut you off. Like the Charles Barkley of our podcast. Oh, y'all got the same last <laughs> Y'all cousins? <laughs> uh, my boy, him and Joshua Williams used to be neighbors 10 years ago, but he don't like them now. Because your dog used to urinate in his yard. That's why he don't like you, bro. <laughs> That's wait, funny. wait. That's I got a, I got a question for Boogie. Boogie, I know you were disappointed a little bit with the Jameson Williams pick. I got to know, so who are you most excited about um, out of the draft? Good uh, question. I'm, I'm a lean towards Scott, but I, I like Trent. That that's he's real intriguing to me. I, I like what he what he bringing to the table for real, for real. I've been begging for that. So, but I, I like what Scott man. I like how Scott gets open on his own, man. He seemed like that golden tape, Doug Baldwin type receiver. So I think that'll be he'll be nice. I, them two for sure. I think got the highest potential on our team. So I'm thinking about getting that Scott more just for real, for real. Ooh. That 24 looks fire. It's a hot lead. Yeah, yeah, it do. It that do. 24 looks fire, dog. I ain't gonna lie to you. Wait, I want to see this. I want to see this Justin Ross kid, That's bro. That's his number. That's his number. Yeah, that was a hell of a quote. I like that. I didn't see that. Oh, I, I, I love people like that, dog. I'm ready to take a grown man job. Yeah, I, I love people that love to compete, man. So, uh, Pacheco, he's gonna mm-hmm. be our return. What kind of energy we need. I see somebody That's on the cool. timeline say that um they reminded him of Nile Davis, like one cut and go type of guy. That's a little physical. I mean, I can see a little bit of Nile in him. I have to watch a little more film on Pacheco, but he can be a he could be a decent return man for the squad. And y'all know we cool with Sorry. the running backs, man. I we can draft a running back besides the first round, and I got confidence in it with with how we done did it for years here. What happened? Isn't he keeping 24? Sky is 24. Yeah, Sky is 24, Kyle. But hold on, because Ingram's 24. Oh. Well, so not we keep Ingram. <laughs> well, well, well maybe. Right. Oh. Right. right. Ingram lost I, it. I did, go elsewhere. Hey, bro, I ain't going to lie. I did want Leo to get jersey number five, though, as a linebacker. The same number he wore in college. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, they get, I like they get I like single number. I like single digit linebackers like 
That's probably just a college thing, though. But that would have been a dope jersey. Yeah, they gave him a yeah, they gave him Dan's old number, forty nine. Somebody, Dan, <laughs> he said, <laughs> who? What you mean who? What you mean who? You oh, the guy that used to wait. Uh oh, she about to bring it up. She about to bring it up. I'm out. Go ahead and do it. Hold on. We got to talk about it. Go ahead, Kyle. Go ahead, Kyle. We got, okay. We got to talk about the fact that not only are they, Tyran and Dan playing together again, but he signed the contract with the Saints two minutes after for us to get that comp pick. Do you know that? Two minutes after. So is there like something they were doing on purpose there? Shady. For sure on purpose. For sure on purpose. Yeah, it was definitely timing. It was definitely timing with that. So that's that's funny too, man. That the teammates again. I'm like, dog, we just you just Tyra, you just saw yourself <laughs> throwing up your hands and hold your head hands above your head quite often with Dan in the secondary. But I, I think the Saints the got a much better secondary this time. So I don't think Dan's gonna be seeing much time in the secondary, if that. So <laughs> yeah, the Saints did us dirty, man. I mean, I, I, I think I, I would petition. I would petition to the NFL. Like, come on, man, two minutes, bro. Come on, business is business. They wouldn't go do it. They wouldn't risking no pick for him, man. I mean, for yeah, we still got ten picks next year. It's all good. Well, yeah. so no, and um, I think. <laughs> well, Joshua. What? Hefe, <laughs> <laughs> relax, man. So. I would, I would personally like to see Ingram stay, but I think if he ends up going elsewhere, we'll get a comp pick for him too. So that would be another pick. But either way, like that's kind of, I'd rather see him on the yeah, team. I don't, I don't, I don't even think we're getting a comp pick because I think MBS canceled out with the 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 compensation. So we probably weren't going to get in that anyway. But yeah, Mr. Austin just brought it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But mm. I told you that. <laughs> I'm trying to tell me, like I didn't just tell you. We got a now, uh, Ricky man. Ricky minicamp starts this week or next week? Next week? It's coming. It's coming up shortly. It's right around the corner. So, oh, uh, you know what? And then you know the schedule what? comes out. Oh, yeah, schedule comes out next week. Yeah, next week. But we know we play the Chargers at home. We too, too yeah. On Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, here. Public, public service announcement. These are only these are country stocks and country stocks only. Here we go. We need Mitch Holtz on the podcast for the schedule release show. There's, there's no other person I can think of that would be better as a guest than the voice of the Chiefs. So let's make that happen. Let's manifest that and make it happen. Let's get it. I want I want I want Mitch Holtz. He already liked the tweet and and that's just the beginning. <laughs> Come on. These are my this. thoughts and my thoughts only not yeah, it's halfway on, there. We halfway there. <laughs> hold on I, I want I want to the make half sure the battle for this episode in too because I need to get my flowers. Country, you said you would say on live that Boogie, you was right if we traded up. You said we was not going to trade up. I need to hear you say that, sir. I did not forget. 
I'm sorry. I, I hate it got to be like this. <laughs> Let it be put on the record that I was forced to say this. <laughs> no. Boogie, no. Boogie, I got your back. This no, is crap. No, you better Boogie, say something. Boogie, Boogie, you was right. The Chiefs traded up and got the third best corner in the draft, and I'm glad they did. But they did not trade up for a wide receiver. So partly you wrong. No, I said, but I, you said they wasn't going to trade up anyway because you thought they were going to trade up for Jermaine Johnson. I did. I did. I did. They could so have. Yes, I Boogie, still can't believe it. Okay. Boogie, you were right. Every so, Boogie, you were right. Chuck, clip that for me. I need that for this season. I need that. <laughs> I can't stand it. Boogie, you was right. Nah. I need to hit that button every time. I have my fingers season. crossed when I, I said that. that. <laughs> Boogie, Boogie, I got your back. You know, the bottom half of the screen has to stay together. We got to stick together here. So I got your back. We got it. Exactly. Yo. <laughs> hey, man, look, it's, it's good to have everybody here. We had a great guest tonight, a special guest, a legend in the game. He did promise that he will come back for a full show, and we going to hold him to that. Uh, all the Kingdom Cash followers, all the soldiers, we we an army. I'm just gonna take that right now. We an army, and we coming for Mitch Holtz to be on the show. We are gonna make it happen. We want to taste the sweet nectar, Mitch. Pause. Come on with it, man. We need it. <laughs> I say, wow. I say, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, man. <laughs> What? I'm gonna stick with him. I gotta stick with him. Come on, man. Say stop it, Boogie. Come on, man. Boogie wild for that. He wild for that. Oh my goodness. Come on, oh, it's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they on your head, bro. They on your head, fam. You pause, <laughs> After I said I'd have your back. No fault, Kylie. I messed it up. Come on, you man. just messed it up for you, Kylie. I got. You I got I <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I got a bad. I still got your back. <laughs> 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 it's okay. Oh my goodness. We'll get, we'll get through it though, together. Man. We gotta make it happen. All jokes aside. Yeah, hey, all, all jokes aside, I'm crying. <laughs> we gotta make that happen. I'm on mid head. Pause. <laughs> I do not want to taste the uh, shit. Come on, man. Y'all know what I was saying, man. Come on. Man. <laughs> we know. I I got you. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Oh, yeah, sometimes no they can be a little, a little mean. <laughs> no, it's fine. We editing that out anyway, man. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pause, Red Dad. So, so yeah, um, so yeah. Oh. So yeah, Chiefs minicamp is uh, May seventh through the ninth, and then, <laughs> this schedule releases on May the twelfth. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> 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 country hill. Uh, 
Hey, man, forget y'all, man. We love y'all, man. <laughs> Look, if y'all can give me man. a by Lewis Ray, I know y'all can give me Mitch Holters, bro. Uh, I believe in my... I believe in the army. I believe in our family and our fans and our followers. And Juice, get ready for them. Get them t-shirts ready, bro. We ready for it. Be mad at yourself. The humps. Let's get it. We are the hump. Yeah, we are Man. the hump. I got something for that, too. <laughs> we we appreciate too. Wait a minute. What? We you appreciate what? everyone always supporting us. <laughs> Talk about the back chat, man. Okay. <laughs> hey. Oh, again, happy birthday, Kylie. It's oh, been later, whatever. It is. It's okay. Thank you. Thank Take you. us out, Kendall. Say bye. Bye. <laughs> Say bye. Look, look. Say bye. Bye-bye. Say like and subscribe. <laughs> ah, like and subscribe, man. Follow us. Join the community. We almost had 100. Join the community. We had 97 last I checked. So join the community. Rock with us. Y'all know we rock with y'all. We're the most interactive podcast in Chiefs Kingdom. Believe it. Chuck, take us out. My honey. So, yeah, man, if you're on Twitter communities and if you have that, yes, go join the Kingdom Cast community. We already had that in here. You said what? Nah, Mr. Austin said go get Danny. We're going to get to 100 oh, tonight. Oh, yeah. oh, you holler at Danny Hughes for me. Holler at Word. me, bro. Word. All right. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, man. So, yeah, let's get to 100 for sure. Let's let's make that happen tonight. Tonight. Let's get, let's to, get 200. to 100. Tonight. Tonight. Even better. Okay. 200. We're going to do let's that. Get to 200 tonight. tonight. Why not? <laughs> yeah, Why not? It. Let's get to 200. Why not? So, yeah. Don't Sky's get the light. Yeah. <laughs> The ceiling is the roof. I was just, bro, I was no. just gonna say that, Chuck. I swear. <laughs> the ceiling is the roof. I missed it. Nah. You don't remember Michael Jordan said that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, I was, the we was drinking sweet nectar. <laughs> man, boy, we oh, out, man. <laughs> like and subscribe. We gotta go. We gotta <laughs> go. Yeah. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and share your social media platforms. Till the next episode, we out of here, people. Say bye, Chuck. Bye, Chuck. <laughs> bye, Kendall. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>